You're listening to The Cultured Podcast, a weekly conversation hosted by me, Michelle Corey, that breaks down the barriers surrounding art, theater, travel, and more to serve a digestible dose of culture for all. Hello, my darling Cultured crew. Lovely to see you, as always, for another episode of The Cultured Podcast. And today, come with me as we fly across the continent to Mexico City to talk to Paul Fuentes. Paul is an incredible designer and he uses photo manipulation to mash up images to create these surrealistic kind of poppy images that will make you laugh, make you question reality, and make you see things a bit differently. So we're going to talk to him in a moment about his process for inspiration, creation, and entrepreneurship. But first... Here is what is inspiring me. Honey bunnies, I am in the Northern Hemisphere and it's finally spring. I'm so happy. I'm wearing a dress. I'm not wearing any sleeves. My skin is super duper 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 pale, but it's getting some sun. I couldn't be happier. And honestly, it's so weird that spring is inspiring me right now because Paul Fuentes' designs are very spring-inspired, like the color, the palette that he uses on all of his photos are very springy. So, hey, turn up for synchronicity. Anyway, there's not much more I can say other than I love birds chirping. I love the sunshine. I love all of the plants in bloom. I don't love allergies, which we get a ton of pollen in Atlanta. But you know what? That's okay. Nothing is perfect. I embrace and accept Atlanta spring for what it is. Y'all, I want to hear about what season is your favorite season. If you feel inspired by the sun, or maybe you're one of those gloomy cats who likes it when it rains and thunderstorms, tell me. Give me a shout. You know where to find me. Info at Cultured Podcast podcast.com or on the socials at cultured podcast except for twitter cultured pod all right y'all let's talk to paul hola paul bienvenido hola muchas gracias <laughs> i can't believe it we're, we're going global we have you here from mexico city you are on skype with us right now and i am so excited to talk to you because i've followed your work for a while now thank you very much yeah i'm very excited as well yeah um so you are a designer and you come up now you come up with these really incredible combo designs, if you will. But I'm going to let you describe what it is you do. So why don't you describe for the Cultured Crew your art form? What, what I do is um, it's basically, let's call it mashups. I do this mashups uh, based on photography. I work with Photoshop. And they're like um, funny creations of uh, stuff that I have in my mind. <laughs> I work with um, a very... Um, um, I don't know how to say it, like a palette of colors that I respect all the time. I have these backgrounds that are very uh, authentic from from my work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, I, I basically do is like um, this surreal new pop art creations. Oh, my gosh. And they're so fun. That's that's the way to describe them is like surreal pop art. And for instance, some of your your latest ones were like, a cactus, but the cactus part is made out of balloons that look like 
a cactus pattern? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, optical illusion sometimes. Exactly. Or like a pencil point with a scoop of ice cream on top. So it looks like a ice cream cone from afar. And then you look closely and you're like, wait, that's a tip of a pencil. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. yeah, you need to look closer to my work. Uh, it's, it's funny because I uh, have some problems with my eyes. I, I need uh, glasses mm-hmm. to see and work. So uh, sometimes what I uh, what I do is take out them and just just um, yeah check Instagram and I see different stuff you know because I I see blurry so my 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 brain works in a very strange way and I can see different stuff. So your brain fills in the blanks like very creatively. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So tell us, you know, you weren't always uh, doing this, you know, when did you start actually doing these mashups? I start like, uh, I think three years ago, I used to work on a, on a magazine while I was doing this social magazine. I, I learned a lot about Photoshop because uh, this, this magazine, of course, they ask you, you know, like to clean all these photographies of people. And I learned a lot, like taking out cups of alcohol, cigarettes, brands, uh, miniskirts, everything, you know, like <laughs> yeah. everything you can see on a, on a social magazine. So I learned a lot about Photoshop. And then later on, um, I went to Europe with some friends. I saw something different there. And uh, it was like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I felt like there was love for art. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I uh, saw these murals and like people just loving art, yes. even being an- anonymous, you know. Totally. So uh, I felt a little bit like, um, like I was a little bit lazy, comfortable art, uh, <laughs> artist designer. So um, at some point I just uh, started seeing that um, on Instagram, everybody was sharing this food. And I, I've been always been a fan of us food and food porn and um, this photography that is just crazy. Like, I love going to Chili's or Cheese Factory just for the menu. You know, I love this. Um, yeah, I, I was uh, I was always wondering, like, how, how can I create a juicy steak or a delicious ice cream? You know, like, it's nice. It just, like, just makes sense. So uh, I started doing um, Photoshop with food. And then I, I, I wanted to, to, to teach people to, to just show them a different part of food that it was just the opposite, you know, like food that is not food. Hmm. Yeah, just a, a little bit of a twist. So tell us about your journey to reaching that point. You know, now we know that you got some of that, a lot of the Photoshop experience from your from your job at, as a magazine editor. Well, a magazine photo editor, right? Yeah, because I know that you've actually had quite a creative journey, and it's had some twists and turns. So tell us a little bit about your journey as a creative. To begin with, my mom was a designer, mm-hmm. and my dad was—he uh, was always working on posts and ads and audio. Oh, that's so. So cool. she teached me a lot about art and mm-hmm. photography as well. Later on, I, uh, my dad was also a musician, so I had this this both parts of uh, you know like the post and the art in a way. Mm-hmm. And then I was also a musician since I had memory. I played the drums and the piano and I produced two albums as well. And then um, I was I was born in Mexico City, uh, which is a colorful and very ironic uh, place to be. 
like a joke sometimes. It's just like living on The Simpsons. I love chaos and I love the creative people in the streets and it's just a nice place. And then, um, well, I, I, I started graphic design. I, I, I was always into photo, always, always. So that is a little bit my background. As, um, I love manipulating reality. It's funny because uh, when I have nothing to do, I just stare at something and just try to understand the mess of the shadows, the lights. <laughs> How does that work, you know? And yeah. and I just love that. I just understand it, or at least I try to understand it. That is so fascinating. Just this like deep rooted curiosity in the shape of things. I guess I love shapes. I I when I try to sketch, I start with the uh, geometric shapes. You know, it's, it's the most basic thing, you know, in the universe. It's, it's shapes. Everything shapes. So um, you can create a ice cream with a whatever it looks like a cone and. And the ball can be any sort of something that is round as a sphere. So it's, it's spheres, you know, we were, we, I played with that. Yeah. Well, speaking of that and sketching and things, what's your process like for creating these images? All of the images depend. Since I do every, every day objects, my inspiration comes in everyday life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, inspiration is everywhere for me. Um, I need to be open. That's that's the key. And I, I need to be happy and I need to be open. In that way, I can I can really absorb and create different based on my mood, for example. Right. So I try I try to surround myself with uh, with my own happiness. Are there days when you just know you're not in that open state that you have to do specific things to open yourself? Or have you gotten kind of the hang of because I think that takes practice. In my experience, remaining open to inspiration and creativity does actually take practice. And so is that something you have you have like a little method for opening yourself on those closed off days? I mean, I, I consider myself as a very happy person. Yeah. And I and I really know when I'm not in the best mood. <laughs> so when I am not, I just don't force it. Right. I I go with the emails or I just focus on another things that I need to do. And uh and I don't force it. I, I don't force it. I try to um, make some exercise of creativity, like every time different. It's not like there's a a way of doing it or a formula. I just try to push myself to a different exercise when I'm feeling creative. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I I've been to supermarkets and and just I need to choose two objects or products that are there, and I cannot go out of the supermarket if I don't find this. This mashup of them, be o- that's that's a key for me. Like I need to be open mm-hmm. in my own senses and just be open for uh, the next joke or in a party or, um, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Well, and it makes so much sense now that you say that your art is and your ideas are fueled by joy because they are so joyful. Like looking at your feed just brings such a smile to my face. It makes you laugh. It makes you kind of pause. It's really fun. Yeah, it is. It is. That's that's exactly what I do. You know, like everybody has a bad day yeah. once in a while. So yeah, there's my account is a little bit like trying to, you know, like don't close yourself and and, uh, and be happy. You know, there's just one just one shot. So take it and be and be happy. I love also this um, like this human obsessions. Mm. Like um, I love to create this impossible object. You know, like, and, and become more of, of, like people. That's why I think people like my work because sometimes it's like 
you will never get it, you know? It's yeah. It's an image that you will never get and it's like the same to a kid like, Okay, kid, you know, pay attention. This toy you will never get it, so have fun. What's an example of that? Cannot be like uh like my Nutella perfume. <laughs> it's just you know, it's funny, it's I don't know if I like it, I don't know if I don't like it. <laughs> I'm a little bit curious if it's you know. I'm curious, you know, did you start this as a hobby and has it uh, turned into a full-time endeavor? Yeah, absolutely. It started as a hobby. There was not an intention for this. I just upload stuff to my Instagram and yeah, people start to like it. And um, yeah, nowadays it's, and I have, uh, I work with my girlfriend. I cannot um, do it by myself already. It's, it's, we have a lot of projects working on, so um, it's full-time. It's the company named this full fun to design. Mm-hmm. So she she handles two things. She is she she handles the collaboration with brands, and she also handles the advertising of our products. What do some of these brand collaborations look like? Mainly, we do um, social media, Instagram basically, content, and uh, we work with we. I have worked with a couple of movies of so from 20th Century Fox. I did some cans for Arizona, the tea, the iced tea. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing result. Uh, I also had work with Dior uh, in perfume, the perfume area mm-hmm. uh, with Swatch. Um, wow. And I also had some, yeah, with um, Cosmopolitan Magazine. I had work with, with them. And uh, I recently made a, a image for Cup Noodles. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen that cup of noodle shot where basically somebody's knitting the noodles. Yeah. That's yeah, such a exactly. cool idea. Yeah. So obviously that's a very different, it, I mean, maybe it's not, but is it a different approach to come up with ideas for brand collaborations? Uh, well, yeah, it is. It is. You cannot get that crazy, of course, <laughs> with, with a brand collaboration. And you need to really, yeah, try to design for them. You know, they want your style, but they, in the end, it's their products. Sure. So you can, yeah, they, there are some limits. Was that a difficult switch in mentality? It is, yeah. Uh, that's why I, I don't do that much anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I don't feel that free. Right. So what do you do with your work? Do you sell prints and uh, other kinds of merch? Well, the thing is, I started uploading my artwork to some POD stores which are like print-on-demand stores, mm-hmm. just like Society6 or Unique or this uh, stores. And uh, it, it went well. So uh, nowadays, I'm, in, I'm working with 15 stores around the world. Wow. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's mostly print-on-demand. Uh, but I also sell license to some stores uh, for clothes or stationary stuff or music or web content, you know, like even event images. Um, or, yeah, or license for uh, magazines, for example, to use my work as covers or for articles. And in these stores, uh, we have hundreds of products. So there's um, there's a lot of work behind it because you need to upload every image for every product. Mm. So that makes it a little bit, um, yeah, tough. But, uh, but, but yeah, these stores have made me realize uh, about what people want, you know, because it's very different what they like on Instagram and what they really buy. You know, so, yeah, I can understand what's a seller and and what uh, what those people exactly want in the room of their home or whatever. 
That's a really interesting point. Yeah. Like on Instagram, likes don't necessarily translate to sales. It's a very different dynamic. No, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's these images that have a lot of comments and a lot of engagement, but it doesn't mean that it's a good image or, I mean, not a good image as a seller. Right. Or, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very different target. Well, I always find this part of the conversation interesting when we start talking about how your hobby turned into an art form, which turned into a business. And there's such an evolution that you as an artist have to go through in order to adapt and start building this business. So can you tell us a little bit about what that evolution felt like for you? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I, I started as everybody else on Instagram and then it went to now you're an influencer and people start following you and then people start asking for your uh, your prints or um, if, if you have it on a t-shirt or if you have it as a wall tapestry or whatever so um, yeah sports were uh, the second thing I started uploading this this images and uh, then later on some other stores start searching for me for my work or to license or any type of uh, project that you can imagine. So that was the third step that were the license. I start licensing um, hmm. to any kind of stuff. Yeah. It was in two or three years. I, I went from working in a social magazine to, yeah, you be, be my own boss and just decide my, my path. Well, congratulations. I know that's a lot to get through, but you're doing an amazing job and your work is gorgeous. So the big question is, what is your future vision? Like, what are the things that you want to accomplish in the next few years with your artwork? The thing is, I've been traveling a lot. I travel a lot uh, with my girlfriend. So we're travelers also. I recently opened this new account that has um, also this part of photography that I that I like. Mm. It's not product photography, it's travel and lifestyle photography. So I'm starting, I just don't have even a month and it had been really well. I'm also starting to sell this, this print. And, um, but in the future, future, I think we're going to just keep growing. I hope that's, that's what is going to happen. I, we're going to develop this area for graphic design, also for branding, for uh, video, for, 3D, basically growing and growing and and hopefully uh, growing in a good way. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I would love to see your work in 3D. I feel like that would bring it to life in a whole new way. So as world travelers, what are some of the countries or locations that have brought you both the most inspiration? When I am not in the most comfortable place, that's when it gets uh, interesting so we went to Southeast Asia, we went to Thailand, then we went to Myanmar, and then Vietnam. So it was just the opposite. The world was different there. Mm. So uh, it was very inspiring to see, you know, people eating uh, scorpions in the streets and, uh, um, yeah, elephants walking in the, in the streets. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's, it's another world. And that's what I love. I cannot work that much when I'm in a, in this kind of places. Sure. I need to absorb a little bit of information and then just try to make it a little bit more of a Western, you know, point of view. I mean, and of course, I we love uh, 
Europe. Uh, we basically live almost half year there. Yeah, we, we travel a lot. We were like in nine countries last last year. Oh my gosh, so it was, that's it was, amazing. Yeah, it, it was it was amazing. That keeps your creative mind flowing, refreshed, thinking differently. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit tired as well to just being not settled, you know? It's yeah. Your bed, you need your bed, your bathroom, your whatever, but Oh yeah. But yeah, it's the moment to travel right now. It's we're we're about to um to go to New York and then we go to Europe. So yeah, it's traveling. It's trying to absorb as much as possible and then later on we'll have the time to to design and, and focus. How lovely. And you know, you mentioned finding inspiration and having to sort of digest it and process it. And I've really found that the process of inspiration, it's usually an indirect experience where you're absorbing all of this all of these visuals, all of this information, and as you process it over time, it starts kind of filtering through your mind and coming out in these really surprising ways. I've never, yeah, that's a quite, yeah, quite nice how you say it. Yeah, true. It is, it is that. It takes some time for you to, to make it your own, I guess. And then when you're ready, the mind says, okay, you're ready, you know? I don't know how, right. how it really works. It's like putting it in an oven. <laughs> Without a timer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great, great uh, concept. I can work on it, and make, create something. Yes, I love it. Call it the Michelle <laughs> or the cultured. <laughs> the oven of creativity, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so much fun. And just like your art provides joy, you provided us with so much inspiration and joy by just being on the podcast. So thank you so much, Paul. No, thank you. It's a, such a nice conversation. And thank you for having me. Que lindo! My gosh! Now, I know you have an absolute urge to go look at his work on Instagram right now, so I am going to try to not delay that any further. You can find him on Instagram at a few different handles. You can find him at paulfuentes underscore design, fuentes underscore studio, and paulfuentes underscore photo. And those are the few different accounts that we mentioned during the interview. And you can also, of course, go to paulfuentesdesign.com to get a taste of what he does, the commissions process. If you want to hire him or buy some of his prints, you can go to his website for that. I appreciate him so much, but more than anything, I appreciate you. Sending you lots of love, and as always, keep it classy, keep it curious, keep it cultured! I'm Michelle Corey. Sean Powers is our producer. Dante Hodge is our engineer. Ina Garkusha is our editor. The Cultured Podcast is a production of Listen Up Podcasts, made with love in Atlanta. You can listen to Cultured on culturedpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, and anywhere podcasts are found. <laughs>